everybody and welcome to another exciting episode of Indie Film Cafe. I'm your host, Jonathan Moody, and I've got my co-host... Paul A. Presenza, otherwise known as the Moo Cow Moo. Alright, and we've got a special guest with us joining us once again is... Joe Turek, once again, without a nickname or any sort of catchphrases or anything like that. Someday. I mean, this is your fault. You you have to come up with it. <laughs> yeah. You know, well, he came up with the moo cow on his own. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, well, or maybe. No, no, I haven't thought of one yet. And uh, somebody did try to give me one once, um, uh, which how, is a little badge of honor. But anyways, how I, about I Joe yet. the Survivor? Joe managed somehow to survive Geek Maggot Bingo, one of the worst films of all time. He, he doesn't like the one Kane Hodder gave him, Joe Mama. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Mama. Joe Mama Turk. But, um, but but a badge of honor though, because that's that's Kane Hodder. I mean, yeah, it's thing. Jane. It's Kane Hodder. I almost said Jane Chain Hodder. Yeah, that's yeah, a, yeah. you might you might get you might get his um his gloved hands on you if you did that. Already, <laughs> I already do all the time. So whenever <laughs> I see him. Um, but anyway, we're here uh, today to talk about a little movie that I've been wanting to do for a while. Uh, every time like we're supposed to do it, something happens and. Uh, and whatnot, and I was just like, I was almost going to give up for it around the season, but I'm glad we didn't. Uh, we are going to be watching Angel's Descent. Oh, dear. And uh, originally called Hulk Souls, and uh, we'll, we'll talk more about that after, because I think it'll make a little bit more sense when you see it. Um, I don't know who changed the title. I, I'm, I'm guessing it was uh, oldies.com, the people who uh, distributed it, but uh, we'll see. Um yeah, Moody shared the, this movie with me. Uh, I got super excited. I did a little research. It looked like exactly up my alley. I went out and bought it. And I've been sitting on it, sitting on it, sitting on it, wanting to watch it, wanting to watch it. But I'm like, oh. Just I, have, you yeah, wanted to wait. I wanted to wait till we all got to see it together. I know. That's, that, you know, you actually having self-control, that's that's Oof, new. I know. It's like know? a Christmas present sitting there waiting for me to open it. I know. It's, so the day finally arrived, and this yes. is it. And, Boy, oh boy, Joe, I think you're going to really love this movie. I hope so. I hope we all love it. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, I've seen the preview, and I, th I think there's going to probably be a lot to talk about if it, if it, if it lives up, up to, the, to preview. the preview. <laughs> yes. <say> we'll see. <laughs> we'll see, because uh, we won't know until, uh, we'll, until we come back after this mood music. And we are back. Yikes. We have descended back to Earth. It, we have descended back. Oh, this, there's dissension with this. There, there is dissension. <laughs> there's absolute dissension. Let me, um, let me help you with some of my angel lightning. <laughs> yeah, that just solves everything, right? <laughs> I mean, I don't know what it solves or how it solves I mean, solves I it. can't tell you how many vampire lightning movies I've seen. I have, this is the first angel lightning one that I've seen. Yeah, but I mean... Angels very loosely, though, right? Yeah. Yeah, using that word, just, you know... It, anybody can just say, oh, you're descended from angels. Because, you, you know, why not? So, anyway, we just watched Angels Descent, uh, which is actually... Not, <laughs> so, the director or whoever did the uh, the beautiful... Uh, uh, what is it? The... Um, your credits and stuff uh, decided to leave off the apostrophe for angels just in the movie twice. So it was obvious that they didn't know that it was supposed to be angels uh, descent, not angels descent. 
because we were talking about it, if it were a bunch of angels being descending or whatever, then that, or you know that it would make sense. Could have been Charlie's angels descent. And uh, so I I literally think that that name was came up with the original name was Souls, and I think that the company uh, did not want it to be Souls uh, because that just sounds terrible. It's very generic. Yeah, very generic and doesn't really help understand the movie it had really had nothing to do with what's going on well it did at the kind end of, sort of maybe. at the end sort of did but in the beginning and all this other not really i mean most of it was him trying to cure people of their you know issues yeah. with therapy i don't know but we'll, we'll get into that so who before i get well uh, all right the only background i have really is that this was done by a guy named johnny baker jr who is also johnny poitier baker jr who because he is a uh sydney poitier's uh cousin really yeah dear yeah poor guy uh poor sydney you know obviously sydney didn't lend his uh you know stuff to him before he passed away and you know, I think he passed away, right? Yeah, early. Yeah, <laughs> I want to see that before I, you know, I, I, I was pretty sure he died this year. Or yeah, so. this is his churchy, churchy cousin who, with his church group, made a Sunday school version of the room, basically. So you said this was Sunday school room. Yeah. Yeah, you know? and um, so yeah, it was basically um, like who can who can sum up? I can this? sum this okay. up. Okay. All right, so. First thing you do is you get this little kid walking with his mama and some fat white guy falls on the side and he walks over and gives him some zaps with this lightning and we're like, what the fuck? And then he goes to his mom and says, hey ma, how can I can do this? And she says, well, turns out you are descended from angels. And the kid's like, oh, okay. Because sure, why not? And, um, you know, but you got to keep this a secret because otherwise people will, will try to kill you. And he's like, okay. Well, I mean, I, I never got that part of it, but... I know. Like, it makes no sense. Yeah. So then... That might, that might be the segment you heard and maybe we didn't. Nope. Because it's like stuff, stuff muffled the sound, but I'm sure we'll deal with oh, that Oh, it's so later. bad. But <laughs> so the next thing we know, we've, we've gone ahead, and it turns out now we are looking at the kid whose name is Micah, grown up. He's now Dr. Micah. I didn't know this at first because uh, I just didn't because pick there that was up. Because no, there was no transition no. that said, like, 20 years later... But Joe and I picked it up because he kept saying Dr. Micah, and Micah was the name of the kid. Right. You heard that earlier. I mean, that what he's a doctor of, I guess he's supposed to be psychiatry, so he's got an office and all these... these Does he have an office? Really? Yeah, he's got a living room. He's got a basement. Yeah. So these people all come in with various minor problems, and he gives them weird advice, like, oh, wear a white shirt, or here's a music box, stare at the little brown bear <laughs> little brown Fuck. bear he said that a few times because yeah psychological training clearly you're getting a doctorate degree in that this is what they teach you so it's like some kind of weird faith healing horseshit that's going on and Wild faith feeling horseshit yeah just weird stuff and then his daughter gets pregnant so that complicates things because apparently he hates the idea of unmarried pregnancies well it's a christian sort of attribute of like you know you shouldn't be you know a lot of a lot of people believe like marriage you know well, yeah uh, but by then it's too late so you know why don't you just help your daughter yeah so in any event she's afraid to say anything so she tells her friend and um meanwhile she goes to an antique store uh-oh first bad move there 
and she buys an old mirror, which of course is the first thing that happens when you allow Satan into your life, is you buy an old mirror. <laughs> and without even bringing it inside, she left it in the car, and then she wanders in, and there it is. And all of a sudden, there's a hand coming out of it, and it starts talking to her, and like, oh, I can get rid of all your problems, just shake, shake my hand and sign over your name. And she's like, oh, I don't know, that sounds kind of weird, but okay. And so she does it, and that makes the demon crawl out. And when we're talking demon, we're talking about a guy in a black, you know, robe with a mask on. With a really terrible, like, Halloween mask you probably get somewhere. Serious trouble crawling out of the mirror. (laughs) It was so funny. I was like, yo, give me a hand here. (laughs) And now she's screwed because um, I guess he did what he said he was going to do, but now he owns her soul. So... Next thing you know, uh, all of the other people have complicating problems. Like the wife is pissed off at him because she he won't drop all his shit and go to Jamaica with him. So she decides she's going to risk fifty thousand dollars at this blackjack. Oh, because table. her like best friend told her to do that. Yeah. While she's staring at these like little pictures. Oh my and god, stuff. that was so weird. Yeah, those pictures didn't make any sense. Only for, only for her. You get this every thirty seconds. She's looking at another weird picture that just I guess pops it's up randomly. Spots or something. I guess. Or, I don't know. So she goes there, she loses her money, and one of the people who's in the blackjack thing happens to be devil number two. And I say that because we had two completely different actors playing this demon, uh, Abaddon. Uh, Abaddon. So, Is it Abaddon? Yeah. Abaddon on this, or Abaddon. Uh, or it's a- Abaddon. <laughs> it's a- Abaddon in real life. But, but clearly they didn't have the money or the, or the ability to keep the same actor there for the entire shoot. So they got another white guy, he looks similar, he's like, ah, oh, they won't notice uh. <laughs> and um, yeah, so he takes her money, and then he ends up meeting, you know, pretending to be a, 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 a client, and meets Doctor uh, Micah there. And then basically taunts him, says, "Ha ha! I took your daughter's soul and your money, and blah blah blah." And, and the guy like tries to fight him, doesn't use his angel lightning, which is weird. He just they just have this weird wrestling thing, <clears throat> but um, but he they, says they said they're equal though. Yeah, he's like, says we're, they're equal. Yeah, but it's like, okay, you have to give me, you have to sign over five souls to me or else I'm going to keep your daughter's uh, soul forever or something like that. And he's like, oh, why did this happen? Because your daughter's an idiot, that's why. Because she's an idiot, but because, <laughs> like, this whole movie's an idiot. I know. You know. So he ends up getting all his uh, clients together. They sign their name because they're idiots too. But he decides when the demon shows up not to give it to him, and instead they have another weird wrestling match with light coming out of their butts. And you get to see uh, Dr. Micah's tidy whities and uh, because of the shot selection in all of this is just rank, rank, rank amateur. And then uh, Lenora's, apparently, if you didn't see, she was the Moo Moo lady who uh, was like doing the Sunday school lesson. Um, she gave this other girl some holy water because I guess she can make holy water, and they throw it on the demon, and that that makes him weak enough that Doctor Mike is able to kill him with a dagger, and he saves everybody in. Yeah. That's now, it. now the the thing is, is and that, that's actually a good synopsis, but a lot of what you talked about happened about the very the very beginning, but then again, like it picked up about forty five minutes in or so, but for, for like forty minutes in the middle there. All it was was people just continuously seeing him, and it had nothing to deal with the demon, had nothing to do with anything, just a person coming to see the Micah and try to be healed, if you will. There was no sense of a demon or anything like that, or the pregnancy. It sort of got hinted at after a long 
dinner. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh the chicken dinner. Chicken that, dinner that of was, death. That was just chicken dinner that was, of death. That had it had two shots and it was abominable to try to experience Yeah, that. because they were they were they would block, you know, anybody who's not talking, I guess, but like then kind of try to focus on the people who are talking, like the uh, the woman is talking, it would be filmed, but it would be blocked so bad or that... she wouldn't be in frames talking, you know? Yeah. You what? had two shots. You had tilted shot, where you couldn't see the main character's face, but you got to see Johnny Baker, our, our director there. And then second shot, it was actually squared up nicely, but it was positioned in such a way that all you saw was director Johnny Baker's back and his loud shirt. Yep. And then, yeah, so they did those two shots, and oh my god. They just were, they went on this dinner, like, and the, uh, I guess that was the Leone lady or whatever, but she goes on and on about children these days, going and talking about texting, you know, texting, cars parking by themselves, you know, how, you know, how times have changed and blah, blah, blah. Nobody has respect for each other and, and stuff, which, I, I felt like these were like maybe real conversations they were actually having. They were like, let's just put that into the movie. And I am sorry. I am very, very, very sorry, but I'm going to say this. That was the saddest looking fried chicken I've ever seen. It must have come from a KFC or something, but I know for a fact black folks know how to make fried chicken that looks much, much better than that. Yep. That was just bought somewhere and thrown in there. And and the director awful. was eating the food and talking with his mouth blah, full. Blah, blah, blah. And it you know, you kept saying, I'm oh, no wonder he's not the lead. You know, he mumbles all the time, you know. But the does lead, mumble. But the lead was blocked out in the shot half the time. Yeah, but you can't really you see You couldn't even him. see where he was going and, and, and that just goes with the whole shot selection for everything in this entire thing. It was like they would there was no panning or no movement at all. They People would be half cut off either at the beginning of the shot or at the end of the shot if they got up or sat down. It was and like filmed on a first-generation iPhone, like early, early, early version, like the cheapest iPhone you could possibly get, yeah. you know, because the sound sounded like it was coming from a phone without any kind of microphone or anything. The sound was abysmal. Worst sound I've ever heard in a in a in a quote unquote movie ever. Yeah, we were rewound it. You were rewound it a couple times just to try to catch a couple words here and there. It just it was you couldn't follow it at times. Either it was completely muffled, or you'd have this horrible echo, like they were talking into the the phone. Remember, mm -hmm. and you were hearing a double thing, the echo bouncing back and forth. I'm like, you turn could, the phone off. You, Don't actually talk into the phone. Yeah, you couldn't hear anything that the person was saying because it was. You, you kept saying that's when what ADR is for, basically, right. you know, which I don't think these people understood what ADR meant, no, like, no, or no. whatever. This, um, this is rank, rank amateur hour. And the thing is, you know, obviously this is a movie that is faith-based uh, and inspired, and the intentions were good. It reminds me a lot of these sort of um, African movies that I see all the time that are terrible, but are very sort of simplistic morality tales that are just ridiculously cheap, awful, and terrible, and have poor special effects. And I would love to do them. I just feel bad because we're talking about a third world country cinema, and they don't have access to the same kinds of right. stuff that we do. So I feel, I feel just, you, you, I just feel bad about making fun of those kind of bad movies. This was filmed in New Jersey and Philadelphia, yeah, okay, they... by Sunday school group or church group who probably should have had access to something. And um, yeah, um, it's so... just bad. 
this is what this is what Johnny Baker told uh, the Philadelphia Sunday Sun. That is literally what it's called, the Philadelphia Sunday Sun. Just like a little local church Probably. Thing. But he goes, I want movie audiences to walk away from films that glorify violence and invite people into films that will allow them to wrestle. <laughs> it's funny how you said wrestle, and you know that's pretty much what a lot of that uh, part is. With their own sense of purpose and spiritual understanding, such films will bring us full circle. What makes a movie faith-based will go hand-in-hand with what makes any movie good. Yeah, any movie. I, and, and I think this is something that I wrestled, <laughs> that, that I sort of was wondering going into this, because I only seen the trailer beforehand. I was concerned of, of, of if there was going to be quality here, but uh, for the <laughs> well, record here, it's like I have, no I, have I have a strong faith background in personally. Yeah. That's another and, reason why I picked you. Yeah, and in in going into it, now I'm not one of the people that come out and and, and, and a Bible thumper, if you will, or the people that just that that that, that try to get preachy. And that's some things with religious films that that sometimes is a problem is it gets very preachy. But I don't think that. Paul, you said generously that you think the intentions were good, and maybe they were, but I, I just, I, I, I have a hard time that this really was strongly based in spirituality because what happened in this film seems to be so f- much in con- conflict with how I feel. Right. Well, clearly this is not a mainstream religious group that's doing this mm-hmm. because. When you start talking about demons crawling out of mirrors and just doing weird shit like that, I mean, to actually believe that kind of stuff is pretty freaking, yeah. you know, out there in my opinion. Yeah. So we're not talking about that kind of thing. But I think they really, really sincerely probably believe these things. The problem is is that you're talking about a very, very tiny sliver minority of faith-based people who believe in this kind of thing. Everybody else is going to look at that and just think that you are ridiculous for believing this garbage. And that's the problem with a lot of these... Christian films that are out there, they're so intent on the message that they don't quite grasp the fact that if you're doing this to a general audience, you have to make it in such a way that you don't look like idiots. You know what I mean? Right. So, like, you know, I, I get that. So, in in real, in retrospect, if you're going to do a faith-based film, period, you don't want it to have angels being able to have powers and all this stuff because... You know that's that's fantasy. Angel lightning. It's it's fantasy. Have you ever seen somebody come up and, you know, hit you with the powers like that? It just doesn't happen. Yeah. It's that real. Um, but you know, but there are things that happen in our life. Um, I'm a Christian too, and uh, there are things that happen in our life that we go, okay, that's that's a little bit you know far fetched that that would happen, and so it makes us believe in faith and everything. This movie is just like. It, it didn't. It didn't understand that. That that's that that's simple. How you can do a you can do a faith based film, and you don't have to go the fantasy route to get attention. <clears throat> you can actually. There are great dramas out there that would have like. The thing is, we wouldn't have done this movie had it literally just been that guy talking to to like you know. Uh, to the, his people oh, and God, helping them out. Not. That's all the movie was. We would have been completely bored and we would have been like, right. this well, is terrible. They're, they're, they're trying to capture the quote-unquote you know, hot crowd by making this more of a horror movie slash supernatural, fan, supernatural thing. Right. Yeah. And so I get that, but there's a very, very fine line that you have to walk if you're going to do this between 
presenting what you actually believe and then presenting something that's not ridiculous and absurd. Right. You know, you need actually, what you need is you need someone like me. You need an atheist to come in there, seriously, to be able to say, that ain't going to work. Okay, it works for you guys because you believe that, but if you don't want people to make fun of you, you got to do this in another way. It's something that looks a little bit more believable. And because the best fantasy in sci-fi and art is still grounded in reality. Otherwise, it's just a cartoon. Yeah. And that'd be interesting to know from them. I mean, what, what, what you read a little bit ago about what the, what the director said <clears throat> is interesting. But it's like, I, I guess looking back, it's like you want to believe that they had the best intention going into it. That they, that they really were trying to do something that was positive message. Because that, that is what's needed in the world today. But the execution on this was, unfortunately, in my opinion, below amateurish. It, right. With the way that the, the, the camera structure, I was sitting there moving my hands like, like shift, shift the screen. I saw, <laughs> this, I saw that. This, this is worse than Bible Man, and Bible Man is pretty bad. Bible Man is pretty bad. Um, but everybody loves Bible Man. It's so, it's so bad that people just enjoy it. You know Bible Man, right? I'm not familiar with that. Oh, man. No, oh, we got to show you Bible Man. Oh, man. It's uh, Willie Ames, the guy from uh, okay. Char Charles in Charge. Mm -hmm. He became Christian after Charles in Charge, and he ended up uh, starting Bible Man. And it's just so silly. It's so goofy. But, um, but yeah, I, I, it's, it's hard to say with this movie because, like, the, uh, you know, you're right. You Like, the, the times where you're trying to tell people to move the camera or... Uh, there's there's some really off the wall scenes like the scene where the guy calls the calls the uh, Micah Dr. Micah and uh, says that uh, he's gonna do something bad if he doesn't help him so he goes to the uh, what is scene. it that was my favorite well, scene the Navy too. Seal the Navy Seal guy okay. and mm -hmm. he comes in there and he's you know, which Paul just kept laughing when the guy said he was a Navy SEAL. Oh, God, he's like the furthest thing when you when you see this guy. You're not going to think Navy SEAL. No, no, well, no. when you say, he says, I'm going to kill myself, I'm going to kill myself, I'll be right there. Okay. <clears throat> okay. Yeah, yeah. Like, he didn't really take much, you know, and then convincing. Dr. Micah just gives him a little bit of the, the, the angel lightning, and he's like, oh, oh, if this is great, I feel great. Oh, just right, you're, you're killing them. <laughs> but, and, and, but that's what he was doing. And, 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 and after he was cured, he walked off and just flipped the gun up in the air and just, the gun just hit the bridge or whatever and just stayed there. I'm like, that's, well, that's a positive That's message. the responsible thing. Leave a gun yeah, for some kid it, to find. It, it, it's, it's, it's things like that that you see in there. And it, it, it's just it's, it's kind of hard to think that if it's just that they, were, that they didn't know any better with uh -huh. what they were doing or if they just didn't care. <clears throat> Or, or, or really where, where it I'm sure from. they and, cared. Mm -hmm. I just think it was, they just, they have no experience in this. They just, they don't have any experience in this. You were saying this. it. You kept saying amateur hour. Yeah, right? this, you know, this, this reminds me of like, you know, when people do like Sunday school stuff and they, they film it or they film little skits for their groups. People thinking that they could kind of do that and just do it for a movie. It's, it takes a lot more than that. It takes a lot more and it takes a lot of focus on... <laughs> Character development, which we get none, you know. There's nobody at all. Like, there's too many characters, too, by the way. Mm -hmm. um, which I didn't even think that was going to be a thing because it's so low budget. But, like, literally, there's the people in his group. There's his family. There's just random people that they just meet off the street. Like, that one guy <laughs> that Leone talks to in the moo Oh, Mumu, God. That yellow moo that uh, you kept you, you kept not liking. And here's the other thing. And this... this 
bugs me, okay? And even though I'm an atheist, this bugs me. Apparently, Leona and her mumu made the, the holy water for them that they use for the demon. I'm sorry, but if movies have taught me anything, you got to be a priest or at the very least a rabbi, not some fat chicken a mumu who can just make holy water at will. Sorry, it just doesn't work like that. No, yeah. no, no, no. Well, I, I, I mean, we don't see it, but she might have gone to the church or something and got holy water from from a priest, you know, or something. I don't there know. There ain't no priests there, that's for darn sure. And, yeah. and, and I'm wondering also, the, the, the Bible verse that they use there, it's, it's very... It's very um, generic? It's generic, and that, that whole setup, it was so preachy, and I understand that the message that they might have been trying to get across there... But being preachy and using a Bible verse, the most famous Bible verse, John three sixteen, is kind of, I don't know if that's, it's, it's, it's just showing a lack of depth on the part of really the knowledge. And, I, that, and that's problematic because it, it, it makes these Christian films harder and harder to be made if they truly are wanting to be made to get a positive message across. Okay, so one of my favorite things is that the <laughs> asylum, the guys who made Sharknado and whatnot, have a company called Faith Films. And they, they do, do. faith-based films, right? So, But they do, like, everything is like Apocalypse, you know? Like, one of them was called The Apocalypse or whatever. Of course it is. You know, or Meteor Apocalypse or whatever. But it's all faith-based. It's like, oh, man, the apocalypse is happening. People are disappearing. It's it's left behind, you know, rip off, whatever. But they don't... But here's the thing. The people that they get to write these movies are the same people that are writing these horror movies... These are not Christians that are, you know, actually doing this. And that's what the problem with this movie is, is it's, it, it, it feels like even if, if Johnny Baker Jr., and God bless his heart, is an actual Christian, he's not coming off that way. He's coming off like a person trying to do well, a faith-based Remember, film. too, this is the problem with faith-based films and even Christian-based films. You've got a million different flavors going on, and they all believe different shit. And so what you do in one is not going to work in another one. And you're, you're just never going to be able to make something that satisfies every one of them. Okay, because if you do something that ha- is, you're going to piss off the Mormons, you do something that helps the Mormons, you're going to piss off the Episcopalians, you say you're going to piss off the Catholics, whatever. Everybody has their own different flavor. You're never going to make one movie that's going to satisfy all of them. So. Right. That's a problem right then and there. If you just kind of have it in the background, you don't have to worry about that sort of thing. But that's that's not how they approach it. It's like up in front and center for these guys. Yeah, it's, it's all up in your face. Um, the biggest thing with that is like, you know, what most people, and I hate, I mean, this sounds, this sounds crazy, but like a lot of people who make these kind of films, they want a message that'll get out, that'll <clears throat> turn an atheist like Paul into not like Paul because Paul's Paul's a closed off. I'm pretty much. I'm way too crusty. You know, yeah, of an atheist. But they want somebody who's like gonna waver into maybe even an agnostic to go and say, you know what, this makes me believe in God. And the problem with this movie is, it doesn't. It's so badly done. It just can't make you believe in anything. Well, here here's an interesting thing you might think uh, from an atheist such as me, a crusty old cow atheist. The best religious movie, the best religious message that I have seen in the movies that we have seen was in uh, Jesus Christ Vampire Hunter. (laughs) That was the best, coolest Jesus you'd ever see. He was meek and mild. He didn't even have socks or shoes that matched. But all he talked about was helping other people and saving the lesbians from these vampires and working together and being cool. 
hello. <laughs> That's the message you should be saying. That's like the best, coolest Jesus out there. If you Jesus had really been like that, I'd been like, oh, okay, that's cool. I can dig Buddy that. Buddy Christ. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> seriously. So, but they don't do, and it was, and it, the fact that it wasn't up front and, and hitting you over the head well, was beside the point. It's just a shame. an example also, Dogma, which I just said Buddy Christ, but Dogma is a great movie where yeah. it, it, it talks about the, uh, the problems that they have with like the, his beliefs. However, it also is in your face saying like, that this is a Christian, you know, these are Christian things, you know. A lot of Christians don't like that movie because of, uh, you know, the, you know, it, it's not, it's it not. It points out, it points out your con, points out potential contradictions. Yeah, and it's see. the thing is, and this is the other problem. And I'm sorry to say this, but a lot of Christians don't read the Bible or they don't know anything about it. They just, they're just, they just swallow what's given to them. You know, that's why you have this whole thing where you have all these people out there publicly praying and kneeling and doing all this crap when there are verses in the Bible that clearly say, don't be like the hypocrites and go onto the street corners and pray in front of everybody. Do it in your own room and, and keep God in your heart to yourself. Right. But nobody listens to that. They, they do they? They go out and they do it all in front of because it's all about performance and showing everybody how wonderful they are and how godly they are. It's yeah. ridiculous. And, and I think it, um, it, it is pretty, I got to give, I'll give the, them credit in the sense in for this film that they wanted to put their message out if it's true in their heart however it's the execution yeah and the execution of it in this story was in this film was 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 not done very well ham-handed yeah and 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 when it's not done well unfortunately with christian faith-based films when something's not done well it's 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 stigmatized over the entirety of of the genre, if sure. you will, and that's really. So if if their hearts are right, that's great. It's just unfortunately they did not able they were not able to execute it at all. Yeah, I mean, compared to say the Mel Gibson one, um, Passion, of, Passion the of the Christ, or the mm-hmm. other one, the the one where they were in the, the Mesoamerica. I know what you're talking about, Son but I can't remember God, the title. I forget the name oh, of it. Apocalypto? Yeah, Apocalypto. They were both faith-based films, but mm-hmm. clearly we're talking about budgets that are much, 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 much larger. But at least they had people to do things like continuity and, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? It's it's a very, very different sort of thing. And I get it. These guys don't have that kind of money, but you can move the camera or the phone so that you can actually see everybody. <laughs> the phone. Pull it out a little bit yeah, more. Yeah, that doesn't cost anything. And, and, and in the editing, don't let it the camera just sort of swayed. The, the shot just staggered off a the little bit. The jump cut, cut, were cut so it. Bad. But see, you're not filming on film, so you don't have to wait to see what it looks like later. Right. When you're when you're at, you can look at your phone or whatever it was shot on. And we believe it's a phone, so it doesn't look like it was shot on a real camera or anything. Um, when you look at that, you can play back and say, "Ooh, that doesn't look right." Like we can't we can't see yeah. the main guy, and the. The son, I believe, of the director, he's Johnny Baker the Third, was the DP, and he was also the assistant director. And he also probably did. A there was there was like thing. three since three DPs, yeah, three or four ADs. Yeah. Which, generally speaking, you say first AD, second AD, mm-hmm. uh, second AD, or second second AD, or second unit stuff. You know, they, yeah, they, or they, second yeah. unit or. Whatever you have other things, but no, they said first AD, first AD, first. Yeah. So I'm like, no, that's not indie yeah. filmmakers, faith based or not. You you got to know your limitations, and you got to say, okay, somewhere we need to save a hundred bucks, two hundred bucks. Go to a actual 
DP, <laughs> a cameraman, yes. an editor, somebody who, and their director, somebody who knows what they're doing professionally and say, can you help us with this? How should we do this? How can we improve? You know, rather than just sort of doing it and having it look like that. It just looks terrible. Because I mean, they didn't even do the shot. The shot selections, it was like when they, just on Micah, it, was, it seemed like it was always a side shot. It was like, I was like, can we see like a person? perspective or shot slanted. or some some it just it was it was really awkward to watch and that, and that really took away from a lot of a lot of it <laughs> just a, just, don't get me started on this yeah, shit. you, you, like you need so... extra eyes somebody from outside who hasn't drunk the kool-aid who can step in and say you know maybe we should try it from this angle maybe we should have some coverage maybe we should try it where we can actually see the people who are talking you know what yeah. I mean? And then you need to hire a sound guy oh, yeah. that tells you, like, look, you know, don't do not do the, you know, you, you were pretty much saying it was uh, on the phone. Like, there was probably sound on the phone. Yeah. Which, I mean, look, we shoot our videos on our phone, but, like, we're not going to make a full feature film no. without, like, an actual crew crew that knows, you know, we, we, have, we have a DP, yes. we have an editor. Editing was awful. Oh, so bad. Editing. The jump cuts were to die for. I mean, it was just like jumping off the Empire State Building. Like I guess that was just awful. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah. The DP would have done better with the lighting and and just the the shot selection and and whether or not the the DPs were um, Christian based or whatever, or they had to go outside. Whatever it is, they needed to have the right people to do it. But that that goes to the overall scope <laughs> and the overall decision makers on the film. Right, because that part it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter whether you've got faith or not. It's yeah. Whether you have experience yeah. or not, and you need people with experience. Otherwise, you're going to look like fools. Uh, I mean, here's the thing: if you're going to go out with your friends and make a movie and everything, your friends and family, you're going to get everybody together, and you're like, you know, then that's great. Like, good for you. But when you're going to put this out for other people to sell. Mm -hmm. Now, look, we bought it. Paul and I both bought it. Oh, yeah. We're both happy. For the wrong reasons, you know, though. Yeah, we bought it for this. <laughs> for the yeah. wrong reasons. Yeah, I mean, we're not... This isn't a movie we're going to watch over and over again by ourselves. Oh, I will. By ourselves. <laughs> well, yeah, no. No. But this is you something that you... punish people with. Yes, yes He's going to punish people with it. <laughs> Gary's the next on my list for this one. And I'm so glad. Like, I was looking up oldies.com, and I was looking up different movies and whatever, and I had there was a sale going on at the time, and I was just like, okay, I can buy five movies for a certain amount of, mon amount of dollars. Looking for Conrad look. Brooks movies, weren't you? I was. And I probably were. found a bunch. Um, but then all of a sudden, like, that popped up, you know, and I was like... Even oh a Conrad God. Brooks movie looked better than this. And Conrad Brooks has some pretty low, low-budget movies. I mean, his acting stuff may be terrible, but they're terrible in a sort of lovely, like, we, we're they're trying, endearing. you know, to make something terrible. But these guys were trying. seemed like they were trying to make something good or wanted to make something good. Well, that's and what he said in the back. Well, you read his quote or something yeah. like that. Yeah, you try to make something good and... Unfortunately, I mean, it, it, I, the uh, see the t um, it was Christian Neil Breen is basically what you were saying. Uh, so the cover got me interested, and then uh, we watched the trailer. Yes, and that's the ten what minute me. trailer. And I sent him the. I think I sent you the trailer. Yes, you did. First, that's what hooked me. And then you were like, "Yep, I need to buy that right now." And then I showed Joe, <laughs> and Joe was like, "Oh God." What have what what are you emphasis trying to get on me God? Into? Yeah, oh God, why did you why did you forsake me and make this movie? Um, but you know, 
I, I'm sure, like, look, there's like there's a good loving spirit, you know, that whatever, you know, like there, God, God is looking down and going, oh, my baby yeah, made a film. It's, it's you not know, like but, it's not like some cynical Hollywood thing is where all we're trying to do is make money. And we don't care if anybody likes it or not. Blah blah blah. This wasn't. This isn't. I don't get that vibe off of this whatsoever. No. This was made with the purest of intentions. So I have to give. I have to factor that in. It's just that, like I've said over time, many times, it was amateur hour. They had nobody who really knew what they were doing when they made this, and it reminds me of what is that movie that you forced me to watch? The uh, the fantasy one with that chick, where uh, you know the one I'm talking about. You're talking about eight days a week. No, 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 no. The fantasy one. Okay. Oh, oh, uh, Legend of the Red Reaper. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, whatever the one with the chick is. That yeah. Was, the land was Monrovia or something. Oh, Monrovia. Uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. Okay, yes. So. That's what I'm talking about. Okay. That's what this reminded me of. Yeah. Somebody who had no idea what they were doing. Yeah, so yeah. But they had no idea what they were doing, but they tried. They tried. They tried. They still made a really shitty movie, mm-hmm. you know. And you can't, you know, you, you got to understand. Like, if the movie, if a movie is that bad, and, and they were smart. Because they didn't put it out. Yeah, that's because they they got they heard the feedback. That's why. Yeah. Well, this this hasn't been put out in some directions, huh? Because it's, it's like not listed on the IMDb and stuff. Well, I think yeah. Is I don't, it in hiding? I think they just don't haven't done that. <laughs> I haven't put that. Oldies.com, baby. But yeah, it's Woo-hoo! out there. It's yeah, a, it's, it's on it's Amazon. Out. It's on oldies. I'm surprised it's not on YouTube. Um, I mean, it's it, if it, it it the the Souls trailer is so I'm guessing they don't want to put it out on YouTube or whatever. They want to sell this baby. Um, and they want to get money from it. And like I, I want to help well, they them. They got two. I want to yeah. help them. I hope they get more money. I hope our podcast brings more light to this because it was entertaining. I was very, very entertained. It may not have been for the reasons that the director wanted, but if it entertains me, if it entertains other people, and it gets them paid, I'm happy. And Everybody you, wins. And you and you mentioned that um, that you were a little bummed that there wasn't a lot of extras on the DVD and stuff yeah, like that. Like it's a, just com- a, movie. a commentary by them would be kind of interesting to hear. I know. Yeah, they, if if they really did go with the best intentions and they say they really are faith and that that's that's wonderful if they if they are uh, if anybody is, but execution. And, yeah. and, and this that's that's where this this really really failed. I, I would have loved to understand the. You know the reasoning of why they sh- they shot from one, like one terrible c- shot to doing an a, the exact opposite shot that still looks terrible. You know, uh, in the dinner scene, that was the dinner yeah, scene. Yeah, the everything. chicken dinner of death. The chicken dinner, and that just went on for Ugh, way too long. long. It's like ten minutes, yeah. and I'm like, we don't really want. You don't want your audience to get bored, and and also a lot of it sounded like improv. Like, people didn't really know well, what they were... I definitely get the feeling that Aunt Lenora, that whole thing was, like, to make her happy. Clearly, she's, like, the wife or something like that of the, of the director. Are you talking about the, 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 uh, when she talked with the guy yes, on the park the, bench? Yes, the moo-moo scene was the definitely something that didn't advance the plot. It was just tossed in there, I think, to make her she happy. Played the, yeah. She played the wife of the, the uh, of uh, Johnny yeah. Baker, but I don't think she actually was. Maybe no. she was. They I, had different last names. But, you know, she's a very large woman and a very large moo-moo. And but it, she was sweet. I liked her. Sure, and but her whole thing is a Sunday school sermon, and it's just you know I get the feeling that that 
who that person maybe put in some money or did something and that that whole scene was constructed for that actress right. for that purpose well, probably. I, I, I mean, yeah, and it, did, it didn't necessarily fit into the whole scope. Maybe the message possibly did, but the, the overall scope of everything, because it's like, and, and that goes into the whole structure of the story in general, because the whole, I, I'm sure I'll mispronounce the name, the demon, that stuff didn't really pop into about halfway through, and it's like, they should have been something a little bit more about that towards mm -hmm. the beginning to where there could have been some sort of narrative flow into the story. Because it just, it felt like halfway through they went to the antique store and all of a sudden the music just went like full on horror all of a sudden. Yeah. It was just like, whoa, what, whoa, <laughs> where's this shift all of a sudden? From? Very subtle. Yeah. Yeah, like, oh no, she's buying something she shouldn't be buying. Even though we had no idea that she wasn't supposed to go antique shopping, you know, yeah. like. Us, as people, we're just like, okay, she's buying 130 You even said, Paul, you were like, she's buying a $130 mirror when she's pregnant? You know, like, that money should be going to her better, kid. Better usage, yeah. Yeah, or whatever, not for, you know, uh, for and a mirror. Can we talk for a second about uh, Baba Dabadan, whatever his freaking name is, and the three completely different forms that he seems to have? You have actor number one who clearly doesn't speak English as a first language. He, yeah. he had some kind of weird accent. Which is funny, like he didn't lose the he lost the accent later. And, you know, clearly he was not hired for enough time because they had to come with a second guy. It doesn't look anything like him other than they made him shave it so he yeah, looked a little he had, like, bit he had like, like Middle Eastern accent yeah. or something like that. Yeah. And, then, yeah, and the other guy just sounded normal. Yeah. Like, sort of like and then, so that was those two, and then you had one of them, I couldn't tell you who, or somebody else, in the black cape and the, and the terrible the mask. mask. Yeah, so there's there's three. And uh, and they kept calling him. Uh, now I'm going to fuck up. I, I'm actually going to call him the real name and shit. Because, Abaddon. You know, but uh, it's Abaddon is the real name. But they called him Abaddon. Abaddon the whole time. Oh. And I was like, wait a minute. Do you not know how to say Abaddon? Like, that's, like, that's like all time, right? Yeah. Oh, oh God, Alzheimer's. Oh, that was one of the funniest yeah. things I'd ever heard in my life. A doctor. Yeah. A doctor saying you, uh, your, your, uh, your father had Alzheimer's. You know. Yeah. So <laughs> all -timers. So so yeah, but the the three different shapes that he took on. And, or yeah, it, it I just, mean that's a perfect example of you know poor you know budget. Or no, you know that that there's no excuse for that. That that's just a screw up. That's lack of preparation. You know? All of it's that. It's got nothing stuff. to do with faith. It's got nothing to do with that. It's just badly done. Yeah, uh, yeah. Because uh, you can obviously Google or learn or even YouTube. If you don't know how to say this, is what I do. Um, I okay. So we have a character uh, in the Echo Lake universe, Kate. Now you said you mean Hecate. Which is the way you've heard it. Yeah. Uh, other people have pronounced it Hecate, which is actually in uh, like other people's like you know ways to do it. So like I heard it one way, you heard it the other way, but it's not a bad and never never been a bad and you know or whatever. There's no, no. I've never heard it as. I've bad never end. even heard of bad and being referred to as a demon. That's always like a, actually it's well, a level of it's a level of hell if you go to like. You know, uh, Paradise Lost. That's one of the levels. Right. So, and it is a, it is a demon in the Christian culture. I had to look it up before because, uh, what is it, uh, Supernatural has uh, Abaddon in there uh, as a demon. And it's a female demon. This is a male demon. So, I don't know if they even, whatever, but I, I you know, you you look it up and then you yeah, see all these different things. I don't even things. know. I mean, do angels and demons even have 
genders. I mean, you figure they, in order to, to physically manifest themselves, they can take whatever form they want, right. I would assume. Especially when you're talking about angels who are going around screwing human beings and producing offspring. That was Hello. another thing. That Hello. Just... <laughs> well, exactly what theology allows that to happen? That was that was the funniest Oops, sorry, thing. Sorry, that's the foundation of Christianity. Uh, God having sex with a human being and producing a you know savior. Whoopsie. <laughs> I, it's, uh, we're, we're quickly going off the rails. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're, uh, I, I said something about uh, us talking about this, and it's like, well, are we going to be struck by lightning doing <laughs> doing this review? But it's like, it, it's really not even about the faith based aspects of, no, of it. Really, it's, it's really it's really about the quality or lack of it, it, the lack production. thereof of quality in, in the production and, and that's truly where it is I yeah because people are going to have their own beliefs and i'm not gonna it's it, it's just not there but i mean here <laughs> it's <laughs> but, not shown here yeah, yeah and, and that's unfortunate and it just makes it harder for the next the next uh people that next independent analy- the next independent faith-based film is going to have if, if this is on the because it'll get held against that genre. It should be on Tubi, honestly. I think more people should see this movie. Um, or on Prime. I mean, yeah. Uh, yeah, or Prime. Uh, I don't know if oldies.com just doesn't have a thing with Tubi. They should. Yeah, I don't know. They should. I mean, I don't see why I'm surprised they, they don't have their own streaming service at this point, frankly. Oh, because they have so much in their they library. They have a ton of shit. Yeah, that, I'm surprised. There you they go. Don't. We can work on that. Hey, if we if, uh, wish we could, just strike a deal with them. Yeah. I would do that. Because Oldies.com, man, they Jangel, are man. amazing. What? We could stream Jangel. We can stream all the Conrad Brooks movies. Yep. Would, you would you want to stream Angel's Descent? Yes. Yeah. Yes. There you go. No, that's the whole idea. Is like we're talking, you know, somewhat trash about this movie, but like this movie, well, this I mean, it, it it is trash, but it's also trash that needs to be seen. You know, and that's why we do this. Because if this was just a boring movie, you mm. know, and I actually remember it sort of being more boring than it was, but watching it with a group of people is a lot more fun than watching it by yourself. Like, I'll never watch this movie by myself again. And I'm very happy to see that both you guys who are both, you know, believers were able to find the humor in this and laugh at it because. You know, sometimes you get a little worried as an atheist to show this kind of thing. You kind of get a little uncomfortable because you're thinking, okay, I'm laughing at this because it's ridiculous, but I don't want somebody to feel awkward or, you know, weird about that because I don't want to attack their beliefs necessarily. I just want to have a good time. Mm -hmm. But you guys are able to see the ridiculousness in it, and that was was very helpful. And I think anyone out there, other than if you believe in this, this, like this little sect of whatever their version of Christianity is, you're gonna see the ridiculousness. I don't of think there is a version of sect of you know Christianity because uh, they they believe that an angel, you know, had sex with a human and then created a bloodline of uh, you know, and then he gets told that as a kid that he has these powers and then he doesn't use them. And keep it a secret or else they'll kill you. Yeah, he doesn't use them unless I guess needed. You know, which makes sense with the, the uh, trying to kill Right, you. why does he wrestle with the demon rather than using his lightning shit? Dude. I don't know. And he said they're equals, you and, know? And he couldn't save his own daughter who signed away the soul. She, he did that for another character. I'm sorry, though. If you're a descendant of an angel, angels are higher beings than demons. Demons are lower beings. So you would actually... See, if Neil Breen made this movie, oh, it would have been a completely different, probably There was some more breeding fun. going on, too. There was some breeding. <laughs> some um, breeding. Explain that. Yeah, so that's when you say the same thing, say the same thing over and over. Heavy, say the same heavy, thing. 
Heavy. Yeah, heavy, heavy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we should not have given that phrase to Miss Lenore. I'm sorry. Oh, Leonora. don't say that. It's so mean. It just, but it made it even more ridiculous. You know what I mean? It just I know. There was a I future. liked her. I, I literally liked her a lot. Um, I just, I, at first, remember when we first see her, she's sitting down on the bed. Well, not the first time we saw her before. Hi, can I bother like, you? Can I bother you? Can I talk to you? But before she you? did that, she's sitting on the bench by herself talking to herself or something. Like We're a like, crazy what person. She, what is she doing? <laughs> but it, but it, and where it was placed, it was placed when the, the, the film had completely gone off the rails into the asinine um, demon structure. If they would have put that message maybe at the beginning to where they show there's constant, there is consistent good, then maybe it structurally could have played better. But it was at the point to where stuff was gone so far crazy. And, and that's a point, yeah. you know, when you're doing this and you're presenting this character that she's sitting there with her Bible talking to herself and then starts pestering this person, you know, that's acceptable to a very, very small group of people who that's their thing is to go out and spread the message whether you want to freaking hear it or not that's the whole thing the rest of us think no that's a crazy person leave me alone you know what i mean i didn't ask to be bothered you yeah normally like she was lucky that guy was christian because had that guy not been like but he christian. wasn't remember because she said do you know the word of god or do you know the bible he's like no that's true so wait, so most most people would just be like, get get away from me, Bible thumper. Yeah, so it's not you know? very consistent. Yeah, uh, you're right. Because I totally forgot that. I thought because he was all into it at the, you know. Oh, thing, yeah, like that. He was like, you'll pray for me? And I'm like, it's not like she's like curing your cancer. Know. You know, she's praying She's doing for the you. least amount of help she could possibly do. But I think I think what you, the, the way you approach that scene is a, a, a difference and, and it's something that, that religious films have problems with um, the message getting across. It's like talking to somebody else that's that's not a believer in the film can be perceived as very heavy-handed, or you said pestering, um, and that is true. Um, but it's like, and I and I I'm more of the the thing of I'll talk individually with people, but it's like I don't want to perceive myself as heavy-handed. Is that make me weaker in some eyes for Christians or not? It's, it, that's not ultimately what it matters. What it matters is what's inside my heart and what's inside right. me. And, yeah, and, 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 and that's why intentions in film, are, yeah. are important. And doing this yeah. in a film, if you're not, if you don't handle it very professionally, it, it's going to be very um, received, very polarizing. Yeah. And, that's, and here's uh, another thing I would have suggested. Uh, I, it's another problem with a lot of faith-based films in that they believe in the quote-unquote power of prayer. That all they have to do is pray, and it's going to solve all your problems. I'm sorry. Prayer doesn't do a damn thing. If you are hungry, and there's a hot dog over there, and you can't reach it, you could pray all much you want. That hot dog's not going to march its way over to your mouth. You have to grab it yourself. Exactly. Which isn't to say you don't have to pray as well. I'm just saying you have to physically do something, and that's the problem a lot of these movies do. All you have to do is pray. No. You can pray, but you better get off your ass and do something. Exactly. I was going to say that. Is you're, you're right. No. It's not, you know, prayer Prayer only helps people who help themselves mm -hmm. in a way. If you're not, if you're just saying, you know, and sometimes, like, look, there are times where some something will happen. Like, you'll pray that, you know, somebody gets, uh, you know, uh, that's sick, gets better, right? You're like, I pray that that person gets better. It may or may not happen because you can't, just because you prayed and asked God to do this stuff, doesn't mean that God's just going to go, okay, I'm going to just delete all my plans that I have for this person that I was going to do and just help you out. That's why in uh, in 
places that I, I am a, a part of, uh, they tell you that actually that what you're supposed to do is pray for, um, uh, pray for God's will, you know, right? You pray for God's will to do what God wants to do. Right? Isn't he going to do it anyway, whether you right. pray to him or but, not? Right, but it makes you feel better. Yeah, well, ah, it, it, prayer, prayer, more, yeah, prayers give you more of an emotional connection and comfort within yourself. Right. Um, to, to make something happen physically on earth, you have to take action for yourself. The prayers is something internally, physically, it's more outward. And it's generally, I would have thought, for a situation that you have no control over. Mm-hmm. Right. And that, that's kind of like your last hope. Is that maybe if you reach out, maybe, I don't know, you can influence something. I, I, I don't know. I don't quite get it. But you, you can't sit there and pray for something, or you shouldn't, that you could just do yourself. You know what I mean? Okay. So when I was a kid, I prayed that I would win a video game, right? You know, stupid prayer, because I was not a Christian at that time anyway. But I was like, God, you God can you please... You know, can you know? And I used to think like basically God was Santa Claus. You know, you asked him and he gave you shit. You know, or you know what I mean? But no, that's not that's not how it works. How it works is you you pray, and if that happens, great. You know, if the what you pray for comes true, great. If not, there's a reason for it that you have, have to beards, understand. Though. What they both have beards though. <laughs> well, supposedly in the, uh, you know, whatever. So and, anyway. and, and, and on top of it all, the prayer aspects of it is something internally, I know I speak for myself here, is that you constantly have internal struggles with whatever's happening in your own life. So if, if a lot of negative things are happening in your life, the prayers sometimes don't feel answered, and there's a lot of internal dilemmas you have to reconcile right. within yourself. Yeah. And that's that's not something that can be outwardly spoken to other people in ways that it, it might help in some ways, but it's it's about in, your internal feelings, internal beliefs. And I don't think that's something that it, 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 that I can push on to other people. And that's where some that's where it varies very and differently. That's what I mean as far as being problematic about making faith-based films, because you're gonna have faith-based people who believe like you guys do, that prayer is really more about making yourself feel better about a situation that you really can't control and maybe give you some hope, whereas you have the other ones who think, oh, no, I'm physically going to change the universe by doing this. You know, God's not a magic genie going to grant you your wishes, you know? Like, that's not... That's not the way that, I mean, that I've ever viewed God. You know, I view him as he's like, you know, the father, you know, right? Yeah. That's what they call the son, the father, and all that. He is the father who looks after all his children. But if his, if there's one child out there that's causing all these problems, you're, sorry, you're, you know, you're, you're on your own, buddy, you know, or whatever. Um, but I'll help bail you out if you really, you know, if you really need it. Kind of. Who's thing. that problem kid down there acting like a cow? I don't know. <laughs> Making it, people watch shitty it, movies. It, it, but look, I, if you're doing that, <laughs> he's going to let you go and do it because you have free will to do yeah. whatever you want. Into, exactly, and I think that in this in this context, anybody who's listening to this, they're going to they're going to come with their own set of belief structures and their own, and it's going to probably be very polarizing with different people, just like it is in, in this group here. And it's not about. For me, it's not about making one person have to feel the same way I feel. It's, it's about how you internalize in, in yourself. And, well, yeah. and, 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 and I hope that everybody who hears this and everybody who sees this film can take, hopefully, a good message from these people, but just 
not in the film. Well, you know, Moody, I I did buy an old (laughs) mirror and I was talking to it and an arm came out and I agreed to sell my soul in order to let let people, uh, oh yeah, a a Snickers bar. Isn't that what they did? Isn't that what they did? uh, For Snickers bar? For Snickers bar in order to allow me to to show my love of bad movies to everyone. It wasn't even 50,000. It wasn't even 50,000. And I love, I love towards the end where where, where, uh, Dr. Micah is like, I told you not to have old things in the house. Old (laughs) antiques. Not to go by because every thing. single old thing in the world has a demon living inside of it. That's yeah. really come on. Oh my goodness! Yeah. And, and you know what? The funniest thing, the last thing uh, I guess we'll share before we gotta go. You know, we gotta gotta get to our uh, rating. But uh, did you notice that the, he actually said like that they knew each other or something? Like like oh my, he was like Abaddon. I can't believe you know blah yeah, blah blah. Yeah. And I'm like, or he said Abed uh, and or whatever Abed and. Uh, I can't well, even say that. I like, presume. I just know it. As I presume Abaddon. because there's this eternal war in heaven between good and evil angels and demons fighting each other. That the, yeah, but that like they he's like a descendant of the. He's not even like. It's not like. See, that would be cool if they like had it where he got invited to like some kind of like council meeting of all the angels. And you know, and because he was in your council meetings, I know, but I, I love those. But he like shows up, and they're all talking, and they're like, "You must you know, have loved should, those like later Star Wars movies, oh, where yeah, all you oh, do is sit around the damn, oh yeah, yeah sitting, and they all talk and talk and talk. At first, I hated them, or, the oh, Senate meetings, and then now I. Or love it would be like the Illuminati or whatever in the Marvel. Yeah, in the Marvel of the Illuminati. Oh man, that's just to me. That's just all. That's so much fun. But yeah. So anyway, yeah, it was just. Like, if they got all together, they're all, like, just sitting around talking and stuff, and then they're like, you know, what should we do for Earth today? Let's have a meeting. And, and, and you know what? Honestly, if there's some truth into that, if they would have done something like that, it could have been enlightening to me because I'll be the first to say I'm not the end-all know-all in Christianity. And if they could have brought something to the table that would have been intriguing to us, that could have been something good. Right. Probably they didn't have the budget for it, probably. No, and they, they didn't, didn't, they didn't they reach out to anybody I mean, outside that's, their That's something group. they could have done in like their backyard, I'm yeah, guessing. They, they could have had another sit-down conversation at the, um, at the picnic table or whatever their outside dining. Yeah, they, they, they didn't reach out beyond their little group. Yeah. So it's very, very insular in the way they look at the world and the way that they're looking at how they're doing it. So that's, that's problematic. See, that, see that's, that's, once again, that's the difference between Johnny Baker and Junior and... Uh, uh, was it, um, by the way, Edward D. Wood Jr., Johnny Baker Jr.? Uh, then there's, uh, what is it, uh, and Neil Breen. Is Neil Breen would have would have put a council meeting in there or something, but he would have made his character the most powerful. Oh, yeah, being it's all about all, him. Yeah, all being in he would have been the angel and the demon. That would have been his twisted pair. There you go. He would have argued with himself. That's right. Oh, yeah, he would have argued with himself. (laughs) And done it all in a fake beard. It would have been marvelous. Uh, See, it would have been fun. But, like, this sort of, like, I think it lacked the fun of that kind of stuff because of just, you know, just the the simplicity. Neil Breen might be ridiculous, but his movies are fun. They are fun. They are outside the the box. Does does his movies blur out background shots? No. We never really talked about that, no. that, that they blurred out stuff here and there. Oh, uh, yeah, wherever they thought they didn't get any, uh, you know, uh, consent. Anybody walking by. He was driving in the car, and they blurred out something right behind his head for a little bit. The microphone. Yeah, whatever that was. 
they blurred out a few times in that grocery store. They blurred out like half, like a third of the screen was I probably know. blurred. It was terrible. It was just awful. Uh, just Amateur awful. hour. Yeah, that, yeah. that pre-production would have handled that. But um, you, Well, yeah. I mean, you're supposed to get consent. Or mm -hmm. if you're stealing shots, you know, you make sure that, you know, nobody can be seen, you know, But, or you know, even like you said that they didn't realize it until after it was already shot... You know that one scene where they're two sitting in the chair? You could have that scene anywhere. Just reshoot it with those two talking about it someplace else where you don't have to worry about that. That doesn't even cost anything. Shoot a different I, angle. I think literally show. they just decided to just keep that shit. Either that or the, the distributor or whoever ended up sending it, you know, you have did to it later this. on, went back and did it without permission. I don't know. There's probably a story behind that. Uh, would you want to get Johnny Baker yes. on our show? Yes, and talk please. To him? I kind of feel like I, I'm a little worried about ever like how he's going to react to this because like we've had uh, we've had people who have reacted badly to our reviews, and then there's people who have loved our reviews because we are honest and we are, you know, we don't we don't hold back and stuff. Um, and I'm a little nicer than you are, Paul, so about stuff because I don't know. Hey, I, I was nice. I said their intentions were pure. I know. But sometimes you're <clears throat> a little mean to some people. That's so, true. You know. That's fine. Um, and you don't, you know, it is It is what it is. But we are at that time. We are actually past the time. But it's okay <clears throat> because we've been talking so, you know, so much about this movie. There was I, a lot to talk I about. I was surprised, you know, um, honestly. Uh, so we're here to do the rating uh, Paul, explain to everybody about the stinkometer. <clears throat> so we have our stinkometer, by which we use to score our films, uh, a 1 to 10 score, wherein the lower the number of the score, the less amount of stink, and the higher the score, a whole big barrel of stink. And you can kind of go a step in between or so forth. And then we, we count up our, our scores and we figure out what was the stinkiest movie of the year. Now, just because it's got a high score and a lot of stink doesn't necessarily mean we hate the film. It just means it has a lot of problems. We usually, I mean, a lot of them we love. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They may not be for the reasons that the uh, creators made it, but... So sometimes the higher score actually is a, a badge of honor. Oh, yeah. I, we love a lot of those movies. We also don't like a lot of those movies. That Yeah. It just means it's more problematic, basically. Yeah. So wow. there you go. So, so who, who wants, wants to you? Who wants to yeah, go first? Who wants first? to score first? I'll go first. Okay. I'm giving it a ten. It's a ten for me. Uh, when I first saw it, I was like, "Oh my god!" I, like I drooled because I knew that this was going to be a movie <laughs> that. Uh, and this year, because we've had three movies for this season, and uh, look out, everybody, we're going to have four next uh, next season. So. That's going to be even more crazy. It's going to be harder to get a, f a perfect score then. What? You said four, four, four scores? No, no, four scores. Four, uh, four uh, ratings, a, uh, like four movies a, uh, a month. Okay, gotcha. So gotcha. not three movies a month. Right more now it's opportunities. three. Okay. So more opportunities, yeah. So it's <laughs> going to be bigger. But anyway, yeah. So I, I'm going to give it a 10. I had to. Like, once I saw it, I was like, this is, this is a 10 for me, like, beginning to start from finish you know but and it didn't change in your second viewing it just or did it oh it, it 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 made it reinforced it, it like yeah it, it made sure it was up there well here's a question for you a 10 but not a 10 plus and so not quite into miss werewolf territory not a 10 plus i don't i, I think it's a 10 I think, 10. what about the next level what about say geek maggot bingo or uh uh actium maximus Okay, so Actium Maximus should have been a 10 on my, my behalf, but I did not give it 
a ten. I always the retro in, ten in your. It case. should have been a ten. Yeah, it's a it's a regret. Was this as bad as those two? Um, it's a good question. Cake Maggot Bingo was terrible, but more fun because of how terrible it was or whatever. This was not as much fun, and this was terrible. Some more Actium Maximus. I mean, Actium Maximus. I couldn't hear a word that they were saying, and it was just. Well, this is and this have... this had a lot of sound issues too. You could barely hear what they were saying a lot. Um, but there were but, no dinosaurs covered in syrup. No, but see, even that wasn't fun. It just didn't. It no, didn't, it was bad. It was bad. Just really badly done. Um, <laughs> but anyway, this is, you know, this was. This was a little higher, like, this was higher than Blood Predator, you know, kind of thing. You know, Blood Predator was pretty bad, too. Um, but what, what would you say? Well, it's like when, when the, 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 the faith and the Christianity inside me wants to be forgiving. <laughs> because it's, it's just... You can you, forgive you, them. I, I can forgive them, but I can't forget what I saw. <laughs> and and that's that's really where it comes down to. Um, I, I really hope that they have the best intentions because in their in their minds that they'll be long term for their lives and stuff. And so on that front, all the power to them. I hope it's all the best there, and I give them credit for that. But the film itself it had so many problems, and with the hurdles that Christian films face on its own, mm-hmm. um, I have to go ten. Okay, um, give it a ten too. Once it. again, you just saw Geek Maggot Bingo. So how does this compare? Geek Maggot Bingo was offensive in some other manners, <laughs> and, and I, th- I say offensive to me, but not necessarily as much to you guys. You guys have seen quite a bit more in this. Yeah, in, we've in, seen. In, in the, like, in, in this, this didn't really push that. Didn't yeah, push yeah, that battery yeah. The, the offensive aspect of this is poor filmmaking quality, and I don't know if. The intentions were out there for the positive. I, I want to give it to them, but yeah. And Geek Mag Bingo was just there was there were some things that was beyond that, but this just was bad filmmaking in yeah. my opinion, and that's unfortunate. That's why well, I have to attend. the intentions are very very different. Okay, mm-hmm. so Geek Mag Bingo, Nick Zed is. I mean, his thing is symbol yeah. of transgression. So he is going out of his way to make sure that he is sort of going crazy and doing weird shit. Mm-hmm. And because that's the art in and of itself is to, is to do something crazy and out of the box and weird for the sake of it. Yeah. Okay. This is different. This I do believe they had the best intentions. I th- I think they really really wanted to change hearts and minds, and that's what drove this movie to be created. The problem is, of course, they had zero expertise in order to do this. Probably they not a lot hire of money. People who knew what no, they, were doing. they didn't really do that. They didn't have anybody there to say this is really badly done. Maybe we should do another shot or a different angle or whatever. So it's very, very problematic in that way. I mean, Nick Zed at least had some background doing this. He was an artist. Mm-hmm. He was a painter. He'd done other... He And the thing is, all the shit that he gets for his shitty movies, he's actually made a number of very, very good short films, especially documentary films. Someday I'll have to show you some of those. Those are actually pretty darn yeah. good. It's just that <clears throat> he wants to make that Geek Maggot Bingo like that. Mm-hmm. They did not want to make this like that. They they wanted to show their message, a positive message. Uh-huh. They just didn't know how to do it. Right. Um, so that being said, it's still a 10. I mean, yeah. without a doubt. It's just an incredibly poorly made film. 
it's just a very, very different, you know, circumstance that, you know, I give him credit. For. I, I, knew, like, I, I knew Paul was going to give it a 10 because when uh, we when we left after we were done watching the movie and we went to go get our sodas and stuff or whatever, he looks at me and he goes, well done. He, he <laughs> applauded. He applauded. Yes. Oh, yeah. And, and, and I think that's that that kind of says it all. I that mean, says and, it yeah. all. It says about me anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for me, I'm I'm like I'm like I'm like should should I be asking for forgiveness for rating this so poorly? But it's like no, it's just the if, if what's if to forgive if, if you're if you're going to put something out there for consumption, it's going to have to be analyzed for what you're trying to do. And on that note, it's it it's, failed. It's not like Christ made this movie exactly. You know, yeah. like and then you're gonna be like, oh God, is he gonna is he gonna like you know think I'm it, a, think I'm, I'm a jerk facing or, think eternal, of it, eternal damnation because I rated this bad. Think of yeah. it. Think of it like Larry David. You know Larry David. Yeah. There's I forget which episode, but there was one where like one of the one of the person's kids drew this thing and everybody's like oh it's so adorable oh the kid's showing a lot of effort a lot of talent and it's a stupid ugly shitty drawing and uh, Larry's, Larry's like, like this yeah. is a piece of crap and he's yeah. like but it's the truth and he doesn't care if anybody you know likes it or not it's just it, that's what he thinks and that's what he's gonna say and it's just it's just funny that's, I, that's know, how I am I'm just gonna say this because it reminded me of Entourage where Johnny Drama sees Larry David and he goes, he was like, oh, you got a little uh, thing here. You know, he's talking about his uh, uh, goatee and he was like, he's like, oh yeah, you like it? I'm like, yeah, nah, not really. You know, right? And he's like, like he's, I feel like he's really like that in real yeah, life. It's like, yeah. he'll tell you the truth. Like, you know, you won't Whether lie you to like you it or not. It. Whether you like it or not, you're just going to be like, no, nah, I don't like yeah. it. You know, yeah. whatever. So that's why I had to be truthful for the, for the, for, for the film, that's what God take. wants, <laughs> and that's and that's the thing is that no, when Larry, thou when Larry shall not lie. When Larry David brings out the truth, nobody wants to hear it, and they give him shit for it. And that's what he has to deal with. See, that's the problem I think with a lot of indie filmmakers um, is that people don't have somebody like Paul or somebody like you know Paul's like that for us. When when he sees a script, he's like, "This is crap. Rewrite yeah. it." You know, and and whatever. Like, this is bad. This is bad. I usually like to say there are some issues, a little problems. No, you've said crap before. <laughs> I think you're in a bad mood. When yeah, you said that it, one so. was a bad mood. Yeah, but you you know like you'll you'll notice that stuff. Like you'll say that stuff, and that's good. You need people like that. Uh, Johnny Baker Jr. If he makes another movie, especially in Faith, and he has. Uh, he's made a few other ones. Oh, um, yes. Yeah. Are they are they faith based? Uh, no. Uh, he's made one about a Titan, Super Titan thing or something that we're it gonna. Could do. be. I mean, we haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen it yet either. Yet. But I know it's on Tubi. Or nice. wait, or is YouTube. it before or after this? Would be the question. If it was before, it. actually. Oh I gosh. Think. Well, that's, this one that's... got released after, <laughs> so maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, yes. So, so there's not a lesson learned from this. I don't know. I don't, I don't know if it was like made before or whatever. Which one was made before? And, and maybe he doesn't think. Maybe he thinks this is. Well, See? and this Something. is 2019. This is a 2019 release, so yeah, that's not so. that that long ago. So who knows? They could be making something as we speak. Right. And you know what? This sort of reminds me of Liking Colony in a way, where Oof. they tried so hard to make something, what they probably believed was good, and it failed miserably. So th uh, th these guys are in uh, Philadelphia, New Jersey. Those people there that may like in Colony are in like Virginia. So it, you know, like if you go out and you make some stuff with your friends, that's great. But be careful if you put it out there to the, to the world to see, 
then people like us are going to watch it, and we're going to be like, oh. At least Johnny Baker didn't have a fake CGI tattoo that moved all over the place. <laughs> that might have made it more entertaining, yeah. though. I don't know, that anima- the animation off the gunshots and the lightning bolts, I mean. Oh, that was funny when she goes over <laughs> to shoot the demon, and it's just like... <laughs> And the demon's just like standing there, just like okay, you know. <laughs> and the, the you know the sound effects are not keeping up with the the fake flashes. I mean, the, only th- the only thing that was missing was the, the the little pop gun things from like the old Batman stuff from the sixties or something. Pop, pow. And, yeah. and then she's like has no reaction, just goes and sits in his car, and, and he's like, oh well, drive safe. Yeah, did he say something like that? He's like, <laughs> it's, it's ridiculous. Yeah, so. yeah, I was just like, what in the world? And then she found him like that. It's like, oh well, it's easy to find Satan. He's there. He is at a used car lot. Right. Satan at a used car lot. I guess that kind of goes hand in hand. works. Um, but yeah, we're, we're still talking about this movie and we're pretty much There's done already. So much to talk about. I know. And, and like, I'm telling you, uh, Johnny Baker Jr. made a movie. Made a movie. I, that's it. I would <laughs> love to see what Jackie would have to say about this. Uh, she she would have probably you been bored you, by you it. You think honestly. she would have left it about halfway through? Yeah, she would have been bored. I think so. Um, it's it's funny for us, you know, especially me and Paul. I almost thought you might be bored by this movie, but you, I think there was just so much incompetence. Like, uh, yeah, I, I don't know what, how she would react um, because there is so much incompetence in the movie that it's just like... I, I think it did show her the trailer, though, so... Uh, or maybe John Johnson. Well, that would have been interesting. I, I'm sitting there, and we talked about the shifting the screens and stuff like that and the, and the camera work, but it's like it's like when you look at your pictures on your phone and you're, like, wanting to, like, zoom out and, and, and shift it with your hand and stuff like that. It's like I kept thinking that in my mind during this, and that's... Yeah, I wish I could just zoom uh, out. Yeah, I, I, can I just pull that out a little bit? I mean, it's very, very face. basic. You show the person who is speaking. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty simple. That's kind of the point of a movie. Yeah. And if they were shot, shooting on phone, I don't or uh, I don't understand why they couldn't have had multiple other takes from other angles and. No, they could have, stuff. but they just didn't. they didn't yeah. know about it. Yeah. They don't know about coverage. Yeah. They don't know about coverage. They don't. Which I mean, maybe they should go to a camera person, you know, and and. Or maybe Mr. Moody should put together a nice little infomercial video about how to shoot an independent film. Here are the basics. I don't know, man. I, I, I kind of don't want to because I want people like him to, to make these movies. Ah, and stuff I see. And so we can review selfish, them. how selfish. Yeah, it's all selfish. I just, I want, I want more indie yeah. film cafe well, material. Well, I, I just know on these indie film cafes, the first few that I saw a couple years back, um, I was very low in the rankings on them. It wasn't, it wasn't something. You got And I kind of, and I kind of made a point that I was on a pretty easy ride, and I'm sort of paying accordingly in the last year or so. Well, well Magic <laughs> Lizard kind of should yeah. have given you a warning. I know, but you walked in on that poor sucker. Yeah. yeah um, I mean, I, right at time, the opening. Yeah. I mean, this one, and there's been a couple not in any films come on, on the um, uh, other 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 shows, but it's just yeah, yeah. There's been some 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 real. Some rough ones, yeah. It's been it's yeah. been rough for but this, you. This, but this is the first time I, I I've had at the end of the film that Paul applauded. Yep. Well, that, that, that kind of also says you did the janitor, and you didn't like the janitor, but we did. You know, we liked a lot better than you did. Yeah. Well, that hit the same some some of the same stuff that Geek Maga Bingo did. It hit some um, kind like of offensive film offensive stuff. film things that I, uh, that in real life I'm just like eh, I don't agree with and stuff like that. But um, that you guys have seen a little bit more. Um, regularly, 
Yeah, we we're trauma fans, so yeah. I mean, yeah. we're that that shit's old hat. And I, I guess I'm a little it's, more mainstream on that. Front. It's interesting how you know there are certain things. I mean, I don't talk about the things that offend me, um, but there, there are certain movies. There is. That, oh yeah. Oh yeah, you know. I, the, oh yeah, you there. There's one movie that you hate, absolutely hate. That's Trump produces blood sucking freaks. Blood sucking freaks. And oh you, my God. you, that's one movie you won't watch unless we do. Like, I mean, I'll, I will watch it and do it. I just I hate the idea of promoting it. But the fact is, everybody knows about that movie. It's already promoted, so no. it doesn't really matter. But you know that that level of of just brainless misogyny and just putting you in a point where you're supposed to get your jollies off on it just i just find so you know disgusting, disgusting and yeah. horrific and just bad and this, and this I, movie, I felt like that years ago like in the, in the mid 80s when i first saw it so and this movie it, there's no real offensive like no, thing except like for the filmmaking process yeah. like right, that's yeah. the only thing that's offensive so yeah and there you go intentions intentions are paramount i mean these yeah. guys did not that's not what they wanted to do they didn't want to offend anyone they just wanted to, sh to share their message yep. so to speak they just know how to do it they just didn't know how to do it <laughs> and so hopefully he's learned and hopefully he makes i mean look i don't think he's a uh, like the worst director ever like you say that you know or no. whatever because he actually seems i bet i i swear to god i bet johnny baker jr does not have an ego he doesn't have a, you know, whatever, and he's probably learned from his mistakes. Oh, I shouldn't edit we'll that way. We'll, we'll, we'll find that out. And, yeah, it, and, so it, and, it, and it does take courage to put something out that's so emotionally and, and spiritually driven inside his heart. I mean, and that, 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 that's intentions, and that's That's I mean, he, what that's we bold. should end on, because that's, that is the bold. sweetest thing ever. There you go. So thank you, Johnny Baker Jr., for putting something out there that uh, you obviously love. Thank you for entertaining me. And you know what? I mean, keep Bravo. making movies. Keep making movies. So with that, we'll say goodbye, everybody, and uh, we'll join you uh, next and next week. It'll be me again. Then it'll be Paul for one last in November. And then uh, we're almost done with this season. So a lot of thirties. It's been it's been been crazy. All right. Until then, everybody. Bye. 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 see something just by title alone i'm like oh hell yeah we're watching this especially if i know people who were involved in it <laughs> well do you know um johnny davis or it's johnny baker. baker johnny baker all right you guys ready sure <clears throat> all right